Pick out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and friends bringing the couch critics your way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couch Critics. Uh, today, uh, I have a guest with me, a first-time guest, um, Nathan Moore. So everyone say hello to Nathan Moore. Hello, I'm Nathan, uh, Easton's cousin. Yep. This is actually one of my uh, all-time favorite horror movies, so I'm pretty excited to get down to this. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm uh, host Easton Moore, and like he said, he's, uh, he's my cousin, um, you know, known him since, since birth. We're really, really close. Uh, watched a lot of movies together. This guy's like a brother to me. Exactly. Um, and so I'm really happy to have him on. Uh, I went ahead and visited, um, all of my family up in Kansas city and I knew that I had to have him on since I came up here. So, uh, I'm so happy I was able to come up here and have him on the podcast. Cause, uh, like he said, this guy loves horror movies and this guy knows horror movies. So, uh, I'm a little bit new to the horror genre and this one's a little bit more of a sci-fi thriller, but definitely has some horror aspects to it. Um, it's, it, the, one of the scenes and it's one of the few actual scenes that's put really scary. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. And this guy I, does not get scared. I've been watching horror movies since I was four, believe it or not. Yeah. Like, and I've, I've never really felt scared. So like when it, when it put a chill down my spine a little bit, like I was like, this, this, this is gone to something with this yeah. movie. Like, I mean, I was hooked from the very beginning, though. So yeah, no, it does. Ha- it does hook you. And so, if if you looked at the title of the episode, we're we're going to be reviewing Annihilation. Um, and so that's why he decided to be on the podcast is because this is obviously a horror movie that kind of stuck with him. So um, that's the podcast, or that's the uh, movie we're going to be doing. But before we do that, we just kind of want to uh, want to know Nathan a little bit more. Um, so Nathan, what are just a couple of your favorite movies and then maybe a couple of your least favorite, just so uh, the listeners here can kind of know the movies you like and then uh, some of the movies you dislike. Uh, well, the starters, Star Wars, Easton knows this for sure. Yep, love that option, of course. Uh I grew up watching it, uh, A New Hope, almost every day. Basically, it was either A New Hope or The Crow every day before <laughs> kindergarten. Uh, it just really stuck with me. I, I love sci-fi, space exploration, the depth of it. like the Oh, yeah. The character depth, the movie, that the, this world that he created. Like, it's just, it's never ending. Like, yeah. Even, even now, it really like, is. I'm not... I I like the sequels now more, but I don't, they're not my favorite. But even them, like this, the depths and the connection between all of them is just there. He created a world that's never ending. You can just do so much with. Oh yeah, the movies are great, and then on top of that, you just get a universe that's and ever expanding. It, and it mixes two of my favorite things. I love just like the whole medieval type of stuff, which that's what's the Jedi. Yeah, uh, the kind of like futuristic knights, and I love space. So it's just two things plus fantasy. Mm. Uh, I love being able to things up with my mind. If I could do that, I win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I win in life. Uh, I also love uh, The Shining, of course, okay. all movies. Uh, I watched that when I was a little kid, fell in love with it. I've watched it a lot since. I even bought it recently uh, with Dante's Sleep. I haven't watched that yet. Same for a special occasion. <laughs> Gotta get 4K first. But I love The Shining because there's just so much depth to it. The, oh, yeah. the director, he... He's a mastermind at just 
making a like artistic piece of film like mm-hmm. almost every scene just has you hooked and it's a whole movie that doesn't really have much gore or scale factor. Yeah, like it that. doesn't. But There's yeah, a couple scenes, but it all really, in all, but it's at, more. At the same time, like it's one of those movies that it really chills you because it's the whole, it's the humanity, it's the wild humanity of this, you know, this father, basically the protector of his family, being the one that turns against him in this isolated area. Like, yeah, it it really makes you think of stuff. Like, and plus he he's a master at putting. Easter eggs and hidden stuff, and people are still now dissecting the movie. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't watch it until Doctor Sleep came out, and then really? I just yeah, then I decided to, I had been on my watch list forever. But yeah, my, my dad was the one that got me on that movie. He was yeah. the one that got me on. Well, I wasn't into too. horror movies for a long time, and so when I finally started watching them, I just See, I was. It took me a long time to to finally watch it. It was on my watch list forever, and then Doctor Sleep came out, and I was like, all right. It's time. The second one's coming out. I, I got to watch it. after so long. Yeah, and Tristan <laughs> loved it. So, and she was like, yeah, like we need to watch it because I want to watch Dr. Sleep, so you need to watch The Shining. And it was Dude. great. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I uh, liked it a lot. Cause, yeah, no, like ever since I was born, I got, I, the first horror movie was uh, Hellraiser. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> no, and I don't know if I want to. It seems it seemed rough. If you like a little, like really dog, just like in like a th- kind of like a thought, like deep kind of story like that, like it's, it's good. It's it's raw, it's human. So I, I like it a lot. Uh, but ever since then, I just I've had a fascination for them. Yeah. And so you it, got Star Wars, you got The Shining. Uh, I know one other one, but I, I don't know what, what else. What's the other one? The Crow. Saying? I mean, the Crow. I do like that. It's just not a favorite. I could have it, swore that would have been as on As I got older, top I've, I've watched more movies. It's I wouldn't say it's my top, it's my okay. top three anymore, but it's one of my favorite movies. Okay. Uh, I guess you can go ahead and take it away with whatever else you had planned. I, I guess I was... Uh, Jumped the gun there. Yeah, so. I did a little bit. I knew Star Wars was probably going to be up there, but oh, I figured Crow because you told me to watch that one forever. I mean, it was... Again, yeah. I watched it half the time, either Star Wars or The Crow when I was in kindergarten, so I, I do still love the movie, it has a lot of good D messages in my opinion, yeah. but it just there's a lot of other movies. Like I opened my, another one of my favorite movies, Pan's Labyrinth. I don't know if you've seen that. I actually haven't. I do. I that's a classic though. So that's it is a classic. Yeah. One of my favorite directors of all time. Uh, I can't. I don't want to try to say his name. I'll butcher it for sure. Uh, I mean, you know, uh. The Shape of Water, I believe it was the romance. It's on your voodoo. Yeah, yeah, that one's that That's one's pretty director. good. But yeah, um, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, a little butch. Yeah. I, I butch your I butchered too. But we we know who we're talking about. Del Toro. You can just say Del yeah, Toro. Del Toro. Okay, yeah. He just one of the best directors of current time, in my opinion. Uh, he was what really kind of led me to. I I really like pla- practical effects. Just uh, CGI can be good. It just you kind of know how to like have, you kind of have to know how to use it. Uh, if, if if you do it wrong, it can kind of just ruin the whole immersion of the movies. So practical effects, so great way. They're timeless compared to like that's what that's what's so great. Like even about The Shining, like they use CGI in that, and it's still holds up today. So, but I, I really love Pan's Labyrinth. Sure, I'm generally not into subtitles uh, as much. But I gave it a chance. Every once in a while, you'll find a good subtitle movie. Uh, oh, I watched it 
almost every day for a week when I first watched <laughs> after, it. After I, first saw it. I dissected it. Uh, I love it. It's sweet. It's a beautiful like out out style. Just, one of the reasons why I love the movie Ten Annihilation is the out style. Like it's just beautiful visions. Yeah, it's definitely on my watch list. It's just I haven't gotten around to it. I have a lot sure. of movies on my watch list. Another good movie by him, Crimson Peak. So okay, that's another one. Uh, yeah, I saw his. I saw his filmography. Those are, those are probably my two favorite by him, other than the classic Hellboys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Hellboys. Those are pretty good. Good ones, and then uh, probably some dislikes. Uh, Based on Twilight's. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. More personal stuff. Through family, that makes sense. <laughs> My mom made me watch it. Yeah. Our, our family is very to. big yes. Twilight fans, so yes. I can understand the hatred there. Uh, before I was able to move out, I was forced to watch some of them against my wells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't have the college house you know, service. I'm fine now. but <laughs> uh, Maybe some permanent damage, but, you know. <laughs> maybe a therapist. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, I, I really did not enjoy them. I, I have a lot. I don't have it. Honestly, I feel like the actors are fine in other movies, so it's not in their fault. I found out after watching some of the other movies with them. Like just the book. I even like Rob Pass in some other movies. I'm excited for some, the new Batman movie. He for has them. some really good movies, and that's why it stinks that he's in. I honestly, Twilight. I think it came down to the person that was directing the actors. I think he was at fault for their acting. Hmm. I think it, the they may have just been limited from the book because the book's pretty cheesy and dumb too. So I mean, also the the the, 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 the sparkling vampires, I, <laughs> I can't, I can't get like, over it. And see, but that's in the book, so it's, it's just I just I can't get over it. Man. Yeah, like no, I, I tried to at one point. I was just like, okay, whatever. They sparkle. I just like, I can't, man. <laughs> yeah, and then. uh Strange enough, a horror movie I didn't like that's really popular, The Ring. I don't okay. know if you've seen that. Uh, no, no. That seemed like a pretty bad horror enough, movie. So. I was really intrigued when I was watching it. Like, I couldn't stop watching it. But then why, when it was finished, I was like, that was I did not enjoy that. That yeah. was bad. Like, why do people like this? Like, uh, It's been a long time since I watched it, so I can't really dissect it. But Tell you why I disliked it. I, I, I used to be able to, but it... I didn't enjoy it. No. Well, if you hate a movie, you usually don't go back and watch it a whole bunch of times. Yeah, so that, I'm not, that I'm makes not sense. watching it since. Uh, there's been, I'm trying to think of a more recent movie I didn't like, uh, The Nun, out of okay. the Conjuring universe. Yeah. Because me and uh, my other cousin, Dakota, we've been watching a lot of horror movies. Yeah. Do you like the rest of the Conjuring movies? I, l- I like the first one a lot. Okay. That's what got me interested in. One and two, I think, second, are really good. I think the second's the strongest so far, okay. honestly. It's just so unique for a yeah, horror movie. Yeah, yeah. This, I agree. I liked one and two a lot. And also, some of like the best child acting I've seen in a mm-hmm. horror movie. So that was another plus. Like A lot of times when you have child actors, yeah, it, can, it can be pretty rough. It can kind of break the emotion a little bit. And the same with uh, another. my point of the one-up would be uh, Annabelle's. Creation? Homecoming? No, I haven't seen Creation yet. It was the one in okay. 2019, the newest yeah. one that's had has already came out, not the new one that's about to come out. Mm. It's called uh, Homecoming. But okay. I think that was Homecoming. Tristan's a really big fan of Annabelle, so she made me watch all of them, and I don't think we've actually seen the 2019 one yet. Oh, that one. It, again, just The newest just one like was the good. The second one, very unique. What was, which one's the newest one? Well, no, I'm, I meant the one before that. Oh, because there was Annabelle like one and two, and then there was. Was um, action? Maybe I don't. I can't remember. I'll, I'll 
look it up right now, but um, what did you say you liked about it though? It was just unique, uh, very strong uh, young actresses. Uh, the storyline was very compelling, great scales, just a great feel, artistic. Uh, yeah, that one's Come Home. Come Home, yeah. that's it. Uh, Animal Creation is the one that Tristan and I both like. That was the one made in 2017. I've just been looking for. You all haven't them seen on. that one? I haven't. I haven't found them on the streaming sites. Gotcha. I no, we have. I I do have it, so you can you oh. can watch that one. Yeah, I don't have Come Home, but I have Creation. Are you sure Creation is not the one you saw, or did you watch it somewhere? It was on. Else? It was on the one on Hulu. Oh, okay. I don't know. Sure it was something yeah. with Home. So. Gotcha. Yeah, that would be that'd be Annabelle Comes Home, and, and that one did come out last 2019. year. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Definitely, it was a really. Strong movie, in my yeah. opinion. So, we'll have to watch it then. The Nun was, yeah. The honestly, it's sad because the Nun was in it the wasn't... second one, and she did. She was a great yeah. character in that, and they completely changed it. It didn't feel like yeah. the same character. It didn't feel like it wasn't the worst movie in my opinion, but it definitely was nowhere near as strong as the rest of the movies in that universe. And I think that's like, why it's I've bad. seen, I've seen B horror movies that are better. Like, <laughs> have you seen things killing? No, no, I, you could name off like 30 <laughs> B movie horror movie or like 30 B movie horror movies that are better than that one. But yeah, I haven't gone through that depth of, of horror good, films. It's not a good movie. So it, yeah, like, so there is the, I, I'm, I'm not really, I wouldn't say piggy. I just, my main values in a whole movie is like thought provocation, depth, character, and just like a sense of like realisticness. Sure. No, I like. I, I I'm not a fan of ones that just kind of follow the formulaic pattern of whole, other horror movies either. Oh yeah. Uh. So, and that's about it for yeah the movies. Perfect. Well, there you go, guys. You get to know a little bit about uh, what he likes and dislikes. Um, we are definitely going to have him on for. Um, I'm. Th- I think I've said this a couple times. I'm gonna be doing a horror movie marathon uh podcast run uh during october and nathan will for sure be a frequent guest on on that one because he has a wide range of horror movies that he can speak a lot on so uh he actually when we were talking about episodes to do today I think most of the movies he suggested were horror movies, and I had to say no because I said we have to hold them back for October because I plan on doing like 15 movies over October that are all horror movies. So I think I'm going to do three movies a week. So uh, I had to tell him no because uh, I need to save those for October. So, um, yeah, he's definitely a horror movie guru. I have a DC guru. I have a horror movie guru. Um, so I've got a couple of gurus on the guest right now. So, um, anyways, yeah, that's just kind of his uh, palette of movies that he likes. Um, and so before we get into the actual episode of Annihilation, uh, just a little movie news. There's not a whole lot going on, but I figured I'd still say something. Um, so Tenet got pushed back again, which I don't know if uh, really you guys care, but I am extremely pissed off because um, Tenet's really the biggest movie, new movie that's going to be coming out since, oh, I don't know, Bad Boys for Life or whatever. And that wasn't even a big movie. So Christopher Nolan's new movie Tenet got pushed back again. So I'm I'm pretty upset uh, about that one. And I know that... Uh, uh, a lot of other people are really excited about that, but hopefully it still comes out in theaters within the next month. Uh, it just got pushed back two weeks, but but really, I don't know. Um, really, theaters, the only are theaters back open. Theaters are going to be coming up, uh, I think, in two weeks, 
is what the goal was. I think it was the 17th, somewhere around there. So they didn't get, like, because I, I put some rumors on Facebook that AMC might be getting shut down. So Yeah, there were a lot of rumors pushing out, and they sent out an email saying that all those rumors were false, that they were completely, that they had uh, put a sale face before this actually happened. And so they had saved up enough money to be able to, survive throughout the kind of drought that they just had that's good yeah uh, i am too because amc is my favorite theater and that's the one we went to as children yeah so. <laughs> and it's the one we went to as children and right now they have a amc a list which uh if amc is hearing this we would love to have you as a sponsor because i will talk highly of you every time because we love sponsor you here on the boy on uh, couch critics um so i am a frequent like i've had amc a list since it was a thing and so it's three movies a week for, for 20 bucks, if you guys didn't know. And we use that to the max. I mean, we'd at least go to one to two times a week. And so we got our money's worth. Um, and like, so, yeah. I like more of a personal experience when I want. That's, I, I go to theaters for very special occasions. Yeah. Star Wars movies. Star Wars. Every yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, DC movies usually because. The big epics. Like Batman things that are going to have. So. Like the, the sound and the big screen is going to make a difference. Yeah. I totally understand that. But for me, what I, I love watching movies on a big screen. And then on top of that, having the surround sound while I'm watching, I can't get that at home. As much as I want to make my living room or my, I guess, man cave at this point be a, a movie theater it's not there even if i, I get a 75 85 inch tv it's still not the same so i mean you know i'm a graphics holder though, yeah so you, yeah i got my 4k hdr that's TV. true that's Better, true i'm trying to upgrade to the 4k oled tv yeah qled lg they yeah make some beautiful beautiful machines <laughs> yeah and so they're they're supposed to be opening up within the next couple of weeks um and tenant was supposed to be on the first weekend and so was mulan um but tenant got that. yeah tenant got pushed back um so that that's really um the biggest news that came out but hamlet uh just came out on disney plus it was a broadway show um and that's really making the rounds right now a lot of people are it's i mean it's really been split right now with with people loving and hating it uh i i did i'll do a review on it unless you guys really want me to because um, i don't really know anything about the hamilton uh broadway play so i don't know what else i can really say on it but you know we'll, we'll kind of see what happens and then netflix came out with of course another show um the story of the fire saga with will farrow and uh rachel mcadams um it doesn't look like it's getting that good a review so maybe another netflix dud but really that's the only thing that's coming out so i figured i'll at least tell you guys so if you guys aren't in the movie world or I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are. But if you didn't know, there's a couple of new movies that came out on streaming services. So maybe you should give those a shot if you're still in quarantine or not really doing anything. So we will go ahead and get into the movie. So. Sorry, I need water there. Um, we are, like I said, we're doing Annihilation. Um, and so we're just going to do our general thoughts and then later we will take a break and then get into spoilers. So on general thoughts, um, I'll just go ahead and start us off. Um, all in all, I thought this movie was extremely, um, eye opening. Like I, this is not what I thought the movie was going to be at all. I was expecting more of a horror kind of, and it was much more sci-fi, and mystery than anything else it definitely had some thriller and horror spots in it 
But all in all, it just wasn't what I was expecting, and I'm glad it wasn't what I was expecting. Uh, this movie was extremely beautiful. I mean, gorgeous. Yeah, there were so many scenes that I was just completely encaptured in, and I'm so upset that I didn't go to theaters to watch it because I think that's a movie that just would have been fantastic on the big screen. You could, you can take. I didn't find out about it until it's too late. Sam, yeah, I just you could take it. Uh, just a screenshot of just a bunch of scenes throughout the movie and make a flip book and it would just be out. Like you'd be yeah. on a little wall like that. Oh, and yeah. It would just be a beautiful piece of art. Like it's so artistic, gorgeous, and overall just kind of just a journey and a trip and experience. Yeah, I really, um, I, I really do want to take a look at the concept art of this movie because whoever did the concept art of this movie had to have done a phenomenal job because the imagination um, for what was in this shimmer. I hope that's not too much of a spoiler, but shimmer, that's uh, not a spoiler. yeah. So there's there's a big shimmer and um, just the concept art and what these guys uh, imagined what would be this extraterrestrial thing and and what that would do to our world is was really amazing and and I just loved how it was so counter to our normal alien experience. Um, you know, I've seen a couple movies in the past couple of years that kind of challenge what our normal thought process of of extraterrestrial life or yeah, whatever. Asian, yeah, first um, yeah. Arrival and in this movie were two movies that I thought um, handled it differently and handled it well, and two completely different ways. They're not the same movie at all, but uh, just taking a different approach to to something we've seen a thousand movies over uh, with. So. I definitely love just the style and uh, how it wasn't what I was expecting and, and just how gorgeous uh, the movie was. And I think all the actors did a pretty good job. Of course, Natalie Portman was the main actress. And, and she... That's, that's what got my attention. Really? Honestly. that was That's what made you Natalie watch it? Natalie Portman is one of my favorite actresses. Uh, the first time I saw her, Star Wars, Padme, mm-hmm. Waifu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I figured V from... V for Vendetta would have been the, the thing that got you on her. Well, no, because, I mean, the prequels started in, like, the early 19... Uh, uh, at the end of 1999 or yeah. early 2000s, and V for was, I think, 2005, I believe. Was it? Okay. I believe. Fair I'm, enough. I'm Fair sure. enough. Don't call me on that. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like, now, I, like, that was that was kind of, like, one of the big draws. I love her, and I, I watched Leon Professional. I went back and watched that. Uh, gotcha. When she was 14. Yeah, no, that was a great movie. Yeah, I went and watched it. Like, that's what I'm saying. She had she was such a talented actor as a yeah, kid. Yeah, right off the bat, yeah. And she just has gotten better. Yeah. Black Swan. I have not watched that one yet. Yeah, I know. I know. That's that's one that's on my it's docket, but I know movie, it's... And it really, it really shows, actually, uh, Mila Kunis. Like it kind of shows her like the, you know going away from the whole like romantic comedy all yeah. like that and going to the deep. Dark. She's a good she's a good actress. She's too. a great actress. Yeah. That was the first time I saw her outside that kind of role. Yeah. So yeah, no. Yeah, so that was um, one thing I I really liked about the movie, um, and I I think the ending was was pretty well done. We won't talk about what happened in the ending. We'll wait till spoilers for that. But um, when you get through this movie. I guess it's not like hard to get through it, but you know, when you finally get to the end, you don't feel like, uh, I feel like a movie like this can definitely just botch the ending and make you feel unsettled after the end. Um, and there's a little questioning on, and you know, a little bit at the end, but, uh, you feel content with what happened. And so maybe you don't feel the same, but 
I th- I think it kind of makes you feel like you just ended a jo- like a long journey. Yeah, it, just it, like it she did. Yeah, because uh, it kind of really throws you in there with the people and really gives you this experience of us meeting this life home from another planet. Yeah. Like it's it was something new and refreshing. Honestly, when I first watched it, I I watched it multiple times. Okay. After I first watched it, I got yeah. anyone I could into it too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So really, for my general thoughts on the on the movie, um, I think I've said most of it. It had a pretty good score as well, but uh, it really just kind of matched the the scene, and and so it kind of did kind of just the base of what you want from a from a score. Nothing too crazy, but uh, did help you get into the scene of this. Uh, world that's inside your world that's completely different um it's it's extremely scientific but it does a good job of dumbing it down for people that aren't biologists because it it does rely heavily on biology and psychology and um it dumbs it down for you and kind of tells you what what's gives, going on yeah it gives you a little fa- it gives you enough face value of it so that you kind of know, you know yeah. what's going on you don't know everything that's going on but you can still kind of piece together what you can kind of piece together some yeah, of it. So since a lot of the characters are, you know, intelligent that they're able to break it down during it. So it's yeah. still, it's it's about them, you know, exploring this thing so that they're they're basically trying to figure out so that's why they yeah. it, it makes sense that they're explaining what's going on yeah. they're talking to each other about yeah. it, so And so if you don't know anything about the movie, the, the the base of the movie is um there's some sort of extra extraterrestrial meteor that hits uh, this land, and there's a um, this aura basically that's expanding from the the impact. And anybody that goes inside this aura, they call it a shimmer, um, doesn't come back. There's no, uh, they can't get radio frequencies or anything out, and people keep on going in, and nobody comes out. And eventually, um, our main character Natalie Portman, uh, his or her husband. Uh, who's in the military goes into the shimmer and um, unfortunately does not come back for a year, but is the first person to ever come out of this shimmer. Um, And that's kind of where you start is there. And, and so they don't know what's happening to him because he's having lung failure and he's not acting right. And so she goes in to try to figure out what happened to him and uh, see if maybe there's a cure to sickness or whatever. Um, And there's, think five total people in the in the party they're all women um and i think that's another thing the movie did well on uh, that's yeah, that's uh, one I thing you disliked it. no i love okay i really love that it, it's it was a really good progressive movie in my opinion because it won it was all strong characters yes yeah. all strong development they have flaws they all had unique personalities and it showed 100% and it it really didn't have this agenda and wasn't shoving anything down your throat exactly but it just it 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 really kind of that honestly it reminded me a lot of one of my old original favorite movies uh aliens oh yeah I love all of them I've but the new ones even Prometheus sure uh I like them all too and it's just I I loved going those and one it might it was Ripley was just one of my like heroes growing up. Sure, and I I loved there was a strong female character that was likable, relatable, and yet like just like flawed, unique, and done well. Like 
I loved watching every movie when I grew up with those. So like it kind of reminded me of that, especially because it's a sci-fi. They had a lot of strong female leads, so like that—that that was actually one thing I loved about it. I think I think it needs to be pushed more in the progressive side of stuff because it really did push a lot of boundaries and show that like you can have strong female characters and it's not going to flop because it was well done. It yeah, it was good characters. Yeah, uh, I was it's a good that example was, of it. I think that was one reason why I was a little weird to watch it in the first place because I had watched. Um, I, I can't remember when this came out, but you know, I had watched Bridesmaids and and Ghostbusters and um, there's another all oh Ocean's Eight and just stuff like that, and they just felt like they didn't fit the movie. And not once did I feel like these characters felt like they were there just because they were a woman and um, it made sense yeah it 100 percent made sense and i liked that they i completely liked that they were all females i'm actually into that later one yeah we do spoilers yes yeah it that's actually one thing i watched it the other night it it really kind of clicked with me like that it really makes sense that it's all female characters and that's one thing that some movies like even the Charlie, like one thing, the only one that did was Charlie's Angels. It makes sense because that was the original concept. But I think that movie flopped honestly a lot because they didn't have good story characters, and no one's been asking for Charlie's Angels. They actually tried to do a new TV show and it flopped almost immediately. Like yeah, they did a just new, not for modern TV. They did a new movie but, too, and I don't think it did very well. But that's either. what I was talking about. The new movie it flopped, yeah. and I think it's because like no one really wants Charlie Angels. Yeah, it's just not something that's in demand with the current population. So. But yeah. this is a movie that like really shows the good side of like having all female leads. Yeah, yeah, it shows that. I think it made the movie stronger. Honestly. Oh, it one hundred percent did. I think if you had um, an all male cast, it, I don't think it would have fit as well. Or even having a few males in there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the it chemistry between made... the females is what made. Uh, that was what I was leading into when I said that I liked the all that they were all females. The chemistry between all the characters were completely natural. They all had yeah. their own strengths and weaknesses, and they meshed well together, and they collided well together. There were conflict there, and they all felt like they should have conflicted, and it was a natural conflict. And um, the fact that they were all female is what made it good. I think if you yeah if you add two males in there, it feels like they're just going to try to dominate everything, and it wouldn't as it wouldn't have fit fit as Not well for that, I'll get more in the spoiler, the spoiler territory but it honestly in my opinion destroyed the storyline and the narrative of it okay yeah I could I could see that uh, but if I mean if I may I can get into my first thoughts uh, spoiler or well no like the first thoughts of just like general overall, yeah 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 go for it man uh, the three things I really kind of stuck with me was one thing that was kind of against what Ethan says I actually I think the audio is one of the best ever yeah, uh, especially okay. that ending scene. Uh, not anything like that. Yes, yes. It really, it it perfectly makes you feel what the scene's trying to push, and the score itself is just is beautiful, yet gives you this uncomfortable feeling, which again is kind of what the scene's going for. So like, I I I think the score is honestly beautiful, perfect for the movie. And again, the the school, the 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 song that they used for the trailer, because I I yeah. saw the movie, I saw those Natalie Portman. I was like, okay, I had to watch the trailer. I watched the trailer. And it was the score, Natalie Port before Natalie Portman's performance in the trailer, and the storyline. I just I saw that and I was like, this is a must see. And I knew at the sec that second I was gonna like. It. Yeah, I do have to say about the score, it had some amazing moments. That end scene. 
did have an amazing like amazing scene and then it filled with emotions yes and it really like it that, feels it that scene felt feels like a whole arena yeah to me because like i was so invested in every detail and like the song really brought that out to me it really kind of put me in this thought-provoking like just detail mode yeah and, and we'll get into it when we actually do the spoilers yeah. but in my opinion that the, the sound made you feel like and the visuals a little bit um they're in a small area and you feel like you're expanded across the whole entire universe. Oh yeah. And the sound does that. So I, I, I can't say like, a yeah, I guess I, I may have, I may not have hyped up the, the audio enough, but the score was good. It had really, really intense, good moments, but like it wasn't perfect throughout the entire yeah, show. There were a lot of scenes where it just was kind of background, but then it did have, there were scenes where, it made the, the scene. The, uh, yeah, the audio, like, expanded the beauty of the scene and expanded your, like, the whole... Like, it, it was basically 50-50. The took audio you, with the visuals, yeah. everything. Yeah, like, it took you outside of the movie almost. Yeah, yeah. and then the other one is uh, thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. I think the movie was a very thought-provoking movie for self-reflection, uh, humanity, psychology... Uh, philosophy in general i i loved it that's why i had to watch it multiple times when i first found it because like i got so much out of it every time sure. i watched it because you got a new experience every time because you knew stuff that you didn't and it was just it was kind of almost like a self-discovery on humanity sure. uh and that, that's again that's what really draws me to movies is anything that provokes thoughts and yeah helps me further understand myself or other people or just things in general i just that's that's the thing that makes me really drawn to me that's why i love horror movies a lot like this there's 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 the dumb horror movies just slashes and it's like that but you have a lot of homies out there that really kind of let you dig into like human psyche that a lot of movies don't let you because especially because characters have you know more you know morality whole movies like you don't know if they're gonna die or some, you know live in intense situations so there's a whole new suspected of the thing yeah so, and then lastly just honestly yeah the cast yeah like the cast was just strong acting was strong and uh again i think the cast they just meshed well like they did the um i mean the main character uh, the main story i think an hour and probably 10 minutes is all about these five characters and they all just, they all fit really well together. I think, um, there's only one of them that I wasn't the biggest fan of. You know uh, the name? No, I don't know the name, but I also don't want to throw under the bus. So, um, because if I say too much, I might spoil something. Yeah, so, um, but really, yeah, all of them, I think the cast was so good just because they all fit their their characters well, and and which is weird because they've all played um, they've played different parts too, so it was good acting as well. Um, but they mesh well together. Yes, because I, the big bronze girl, I I don't know her name, but she plays in a Spanish uh, som like a rom com kind of sitcom movie, not sitcom, but you know, um, called Jane the Virgin. And so she goes from a, you know, drama girl to a bronze who, you know, is beaten up and um, kind of the, the muscle of the group. And then uh, if you watch Westworld, 
Um, I haven't yet, but I need to. Okay. Uh, one of the characters in, in Westworld is in this movie, and in this movie she's kind of the shy, reserved uh, girl. Um, yeah. yeah. I think you know who, who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, but in Westworld, she's completely different. She's the aggressive, like she knows exactly what's going on, and she's kind of controlling everybody. That's crazy because she really kind of like dives in that. I can't exactly. see as that. Like, exactly. I honestly can't see as that. And so the first movie. time I watched this movie, I hadn't seen Westworld yet. And so I didn't know who she was, and I was like, she plays great at this. And then I watched Westworld and didn't realize it was the same person until I rewatched Annihilation. And I was like, holy cow, that's the girl from Westworld, and this is a complete flip from her Westworld character. It just shows how good of an actor she is. Oh, yeah. so she can Every, flip from, from one thing to another. Like, even uh, the leading male actor... Uh, uh, Oscar Isaac? Yeah, he yeah. Play, you know, played in the new Star Wars movies, mm -hmm. and... It was just, and he plays almost two different characters in this one movie. Oh, yeah. It's not spoilers, but I mean, like he. I mean, that's a little. It's, it's not. Well, I'm not, we're not saying why. So, but I say it was a drop of that. But you know, it's like the range of acting for him because in Star Wars, it's more of a like his, his one of his main plot lines is his bromance with Finn. And it's yeah. more of a comedic and fun and action style like that and while this is a lot more deep and more about like the human psyche yeah. and kind of like these questions that like about the sure. universe and stuff like kind of like acting skills and it's just it's crazy to see that like just and then of course natalie portman so. yeah yeah exactly well if you want to watch a movie with isaac um oscar isaac which is a lot deeper movie that also has adam driver in it you should watch Inside Laura Davis. Um, it's a. I'll have to do that. I I I do love it. Yeah, Kyle Wynn. Yeah, it's a movie about an inspiring um, musician, and it's very dark and gleam. But they like my dark movies. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he does great in it, and and Adam Driver comes into it. He's not as big of a character. It's mainly just Oscar Isaac's. But I mean, they it just shows do. the range of Oscar Isaac because he does a great job in it. I mean, they're both great actors. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, from the sequels of Star Wars, my my three favorite characters is Poe, Finn, and Kylo Ren. Yeah, mostly. For Kylo me, it's Ren. Kylo Ren, and then you well, got yeah. a big drop, and then you got Oscar Isaac. So, oh, see, I just I love Kylo Ren because Kylo Ren now is probably my second favorite dark side user ever. Well, there's like, only like four in the movies, so. Well, no, I'm talking about out of, I'm 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 talking about like all kind oh, of. Oh, okay, extended universe and everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not as much. I, I really don't like Legends that much. Only just Old Republic a little bit, but that's becoming canon. We just don't know who it's all going to come yeah, through because yeah. they said they're going to change it. Gotcha. But I, uh, I really like because, like, I love, you know, Darth Vader. I'm going to Darth Vader show right now. Like, Darth Vader and Darth Vader is great. Are my two yeah. favorite characters. Like, I think the depth and com the complex story and character development of the two is just fantastic. It. That was one of the things, one of the reasons why I loved the movies when I was a kid, and even so, like it just it's nice being able to see them in a, a movie that is so much different than yeah. like it's like Disney makes these Star Wars movies, everyone can watch them. Annihilation would not recommend showing your kids. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know I was watching when I was young, but. For the most, most part, part yeah. I don't. I don't want to recommend it's. Yeah, and even some adults like it's. It's definitely a very oh, yeah. specific um, style of people that would 
that would like this movie. Like you can't just show right. this to your your grandma and she's gonna like it. They're like my grandma would have hated this movie. Oh yeah, grandma would have hated it. Exactly. So, like you've definitely got to have somebody who who wants something a little bit deeper, a little bit more yeah, sci-fi, a little bit more. Yeah, you have the like stretching whole, of your mind. Uh, you can't be afraid of like thought provoking stuff mm-hmm. and just like a more complex story that you have to kind of follow. But if you like all those, it's definitely worth the watch. A hundred percent recommend it. Yeah. So. Well, I guess you just kind of transitioned us there pretty pretty good. So before we do spoilers, we're going to talk about if we recommend it. And so we've just been talking about that. So I think we both recommend it, but you've definitely got to be um, a certain style of, of movie watcher. You've got to be somebody that wants something that's a little thought-provoking r- and um, sci-fi. You you do have to like If you hate sci-fi, probably not for you. But if you're okay with sci-fi and you like horror and you're okay with something that makes you have to think a little bit more and has a little mystery, like, it's perfect for you. Like, it's visually beautiful, stunning, artistic. Yeah. I would say just even in that aspect of it, if you just want something that you can sit back and you just have to and just watch the, the beauty of nature, because it's, it's a nature, but it's a mutated nature, which is a little bit of a spoiler, but, you know, um, if you can see something that you would never be able to see in real life and just I mean you know it's an artist yeah from the, the trailers so yeah I don't count anything yeah. anything, anything kind of like the trailer gives you away I don't count that okay so. but yeah so if you if you just want to see just an artist and in, in someone's mind showing what uh, what a an artist through me, visual visual really done character. really well done visual effects oh like some of them like I, I would want to just I'd, I'd love to have just some of the, the images just yeah as a painted picture or drawing, you know, in my house, yeah. like, so stunning. Like this, 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 this small sci-fi world, basically that someone created. Yeah. I, I'd love more movies into it, honestly. Yeah. So really just, we would not recommend it to people, kids, I think, um, but at a certain I age, you probably it to kids, unless you know, a way that you can, that kid can handle horror movies. Yeah. I don't recommend showing to it. Yeah. But. But yeah, because there are some there are pr- some pretty rough scenes to watch as well with with a little bit of gore and, and, and I think a little bit I think a little bit is more just a kind of a psychological. There are a lot of psychological thriller parts of it or so, psychological yeah, horror almost. So. Yeah, if you can't handle something like that, that's another thing I would, I would yeah kind of recommend. But if you can, I would maybe even just try watching with a friend and just have them stop if they have to. But even then, <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, if you have a friend with you, you're probably cool. Oh yeah, it's but I I, I recommend watching yeah. it with some friends because it's. it's you guys will to, to talk to about it afterwards, yeah. yeah. Like and and even doing it is it a like movie that, that you'll probably want to talk about afterwards. So very much so. Like I've I've talked about it with many people. Good. So yeah, I think we're both pretty much giving a recommendation, and so maybe if you're under one of those categories of, you know, what we've said, if you may not like it, then. Uh, if you don't I like guess horror, don't. no. <laughs> yeah, then I guess don't give it a shot. But um, if we've intrigued you at all, go ahead and uh, give it a watch and then make sure to come back uh, for our spoiler review, which we'll do here in just a second. So, yep, if you have not watched the movie yet, go ahead and cut it off now because we're going to do a short ad and then we will get into spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kyle Tricks. This is the spoiler part of the review. So if you've not seen Annihilation, go ahead and stop the podcast. Go watch it, 
and then come back to us right here. So I mean, unless you just don't care about spoilers, but yeah, I I think you sh- you probably should care because I mean some people are crazy. They just don't care. I think you're right. Those people are crazy because I don't know how you can watch a movie for the first time and just know what happens. That I got spoiled for Game of Thrones and I was I was pissed, pissed. So I I don't know how people do stuff with spoilers. Anyways, it's like I was saying. Spoiler review. Do not continue uh, because we are definitely going to get into uh, everything that happens in this movie. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and start off with uh, just a. Like I guess just the most memorable scene, like a spoiler. So just uh, a scene that I think was probably the best scene or most memorable scene. I think the end of of course is pretty pretty big, but I, I usually like saving the in talk until the end of the podcast so people can kind of get through the whole entire podcast. Um, so I think really there's three I think big scenes in the movie. I think. The when they get to the um, their first lookout and you have the uh, they find the footage and then you have uh, the bear scene and then you have the people the girl turns into a flower life base and then and then the ending the ending is probably the the biggest yeah. But before but, you get to the ending, yeah. I think there are three big things. And there are some before that because rewatching the movie, um, the beginning scenes of having um, Oscar Isaacs come back to Natalie Portman, you can, like, you know. Like, it's you night need, and day. Yeah. You like really you really tell that. You know something's up the first time you watch it, but you feel like, well, he's just getting back from war. Like, this is what happens. Yeah, you had, you had, I had no like thought like this has to be a clone of the dude. Like exactly, you know the character. What he, so you think this is just normal behavior? Uh, he's just acting weird because he was lost for an entire year. Yeah, in this place that you have no understanding about. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just this really unknown feeling. You're just like, okay, that makes sense. And then after seeing the ending, like. You're just like, what? That's it's just a whole new scene. Yeah, and you completely understand. Well, yeah. I guess we'll get into the ending, like I said. It, it we'll, we'll get into that later. It, it actually, uh, Mio is her own uh, end scene, basically, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, even just the whole her, the interview with her throughout the entire thing, Mio is that, basically. Yeah. And I think it's it's beautiful, like, reflection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the, those are the three scenes I really wanted to talk about. So we'll get into those uh, at some point. But did you have um, like another scene that was uh, throughout the movie that you you wanted to talk about? Because um, I, I like I said, those are the three scenes that really stuck out to me. Well, first, the bear scene—that's the one that sent a chill down my spine. Mm. I a lot of it had to do with the fact that it used the voice and not just the voice. It was just a terrorized voice, a very just bone-chilling, terrorized voice of the person who just died yeah. to lure them, basically. And that shows, one, just intelligence that a bear shouldn't have. The fact that he... Well, that wasn't a bear. It was supposed to be a bear-like creature, but that well, was not a bear. It was originally a bear that yeah. has been mutated, mutated by the, yeah. the Shimmer. And this being from another dimension or universe, we don't... You don't know. You never really find out much about it. I like that. I've always loved the mystery of stuff because it allows you to really kind of think stuff. Because if things are just laid out for you, it's 
you don't really have to do much thinking for yourself. Um, yeah, and the bear scene I think was so cool just because of uh, everything you've seen before that. You you see just small mutations of stuff and just the complexity of each um, each species when it comes to flowers and trees and, and everything is just so crazy and different. It looks similar. It looks like something you've seen before, but it's all different. And... But it makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it seems to fit. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's not something you see like, oh, that, that's just fiction. But that's not like I could see that. This like, doesn't if, feel if like you're in a Star Wars world. This looks like it feels like you're in somewhere in on Earth. Essentially, watching a documentary. Yeah, of but another, another a parallel universe. Essentially, yeah, where this actually happened. Yeah, and I, that's one thing I loved about it. Yeah, yeah, that's I, why I said in the spoiler-free part is just how beautiful it was, because you're not going to find it in real life, but it feels it feels so natural to your body that it feels like you would be able to see it in real life, and you're being able to see it on screen. And it's just oh, so yeah. well done. And one of the one of the things I really loved about the Bayo scene was the way the characters handle it just felt so much more realistic than whole movies. Okay, so a lot of times, gotcha. Like, whole movies like. A scene like that, like the bear show, like most home movies would last a lot longer. The bear was only in there for two scenes only, and it died really fast because they were like, because like one, a lot of them had like military training, like yeah. they all seemed to be trained with guns throughout the thing. Uh, the Natalie Portman's character being the best, obviously. Yeah. I she took down that alligator. Alligator. Uh, with such precision and technique, but like, the way that even in like the way that he showed that even the shy girl and one thing I loved about that now that we're in the spoiler section is uh, something the shimmering does is it's throughout the movie you notice that the characters the the actual character themselves start blending in with the other ones physically and throughout like the characteristics and how they act uh, like one example is the tough lesbian the bond chick that he was talking about earlier she's really tough and kind of like more stoic at the beginning but by the end she's a lot more emotional depressed and paranoid and I think a lot of that comes from the more shy intelligent chick the gotcha. that suffers from depression yeah. and cutting herself and uh, the main character kind of blends a little bit more with the main doctor chick the one that you find out mm-hmm. later on has cancer so I, I think that was beautiful. They also showed a lot of physical stuff, especially with the main character, Natalie Portman's character, with the tattoo. She legitimately got the tattoo from it like that. And I thought it was just beautiful how they kind of showed that throughout the movie. Yeah. I would even say that um, one thing I liked about the concept of this movie is I think that uh, the characters turned into a versions of themselves that was natural. Um, like, much so, yeah. yeah, like it, it, this shimmer turned you into who you thought you were. Like, well, not just that; it was, just, it was kind of like a blend of the characters, because like that's what that 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 was like. Why? Uh, I mean, in the the scene where uh, they go into the town and everyone essentially got turned to flower people, essentially, yeah, it was the because they, the way the movie kind of explains it is the shimmer is like a prism and it fractures yeah all the this dna so everything just starts like kind of like fusing together that's why you have like the plants during one of the opening scenes when they're first entering the place uh before the alligator 
it's essentially just a bunch of different species of flowers that have now fused into just one plant. And, uh, yeah, so basically the, the entire crew, they just start, like, getting traits from each other throughout the movie. The only thing that kind of made me wonder about that is none of them seem to get the memories, but they get some of the personality traits and the physical traits, but none of them seem to get the memories of each other. That was one gotcha. thing I kind of wondered what, what caused that. But other than that, like I think it's just beautiful how they show that uh, throughout the environment. How like even like the the deer scene, mm-hmm. the antlers aren't solid antlers. It's kind of like this crystallized plant. Mm-hmm. It's a fusion of uh, m- minerals and earth, like tree yeah. nature and stuff like that, mixed onto this living creature. And it's just beautiful. Yeah, and how they show one light, cleaner one, and then the one that's more decaying and dark, just kind of reflect the whole. Yeah, and how the bear almost fuses with. The, the first female that dies. Well, yeah, she he basically just takes her voice box out mm-hmm. and uses it as her own. And I've always wondered, uh, does the bear do it on purpose? Does it know what's going on like that? Or because it was trying to eat it, and why would it eat the voice box? Specifically? Mm-hmm. And then use that as a way to lure them. So to me, I feel like it shows like maybe the bear has got intelligence from the faction from other humans in the yeah. area. Gotcha. So that's another thing I really liked. Uh, and I think another scene that kind of like I don't get enough credit is the scene where right after they enter the Shimmer, uh-huh. how it kind of like when it comes back to them, it, the, it's days later. Yeah. And now they memorize it. Yeah. And it really stuck out to me because I feel like this is kind of showing when the Shimmer started changing the DNA to be different people. Because I think at that point, that's that's like kind of representing the point where that's when they switch. The Shimmer has a friend at the point where they aren't the original person that came in. And the reason why, and, it's, and the, the whole loss of memory is a side effect from it. That's gotcha. my theory on that. Yeah, yeah. Th- I think it's just kind of an underrated scene a little bit because it kind of really sets the atmosphere of this movie. Oh, it completely sets the scene because at first, I mean, you don't really know what's going to happen when they get into this thing. I because mean, at first it kind of just seems like a basic sci fi, but this thing that happens, it really is like, what did I just watch? Like, what happened? Like, why don't they remember this? And what's going to happen? And, like, what happened in between that time? Mm-hmm. And is this going to be a constant current? Yeah, that, well, the first time I watched this movie, I thought that was going to be something that was regular. That, like, every once in a while, they would just be like, I, they don't remember what happened over the last couple of days. So you would see, I think we were, we were going to follow them, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't remember, but that didn't, that didn't really get touched on again. And that's what, that's what, what I actually thought of this too recently when I was watching again, the whole, that scene is basically yeah. kind of the representation of this is when the DNA had started to change to the point where they're now a different person. So they, it's basically switching on to a new set of characters almost. Cause at that point they did start switching. Cause that was when she first, because like when she woke up, she noticed that she had some kind of marking on her mm-hmm. arm, and that was the tattoo first forming. And I gotcha. thought that's just—it's a such a beautiful scene after you've seen the movie. Even at the first time, it was really beautiful, but then like this time, it's just the second time you really kind of get the feeling of wow, this 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 is where it all begins. Yeah, and when the alligator attacks later on, which is pretty close after that, um, that was. I think just a setup for the bear scene 
just so you could understand that they do have chemistry and stuff. And then when the bear scene happens, I think that was the real test for them. Yeah. Um, I although I have to say when I was watching the watching the alligator scene, I thought it was kind of ridiculous. Um, so, well, um, just just how it, she got bit in, and everyone but the uh, the head lady, uh, they all rushed into the lake to pull her out, and none of them were aiming a gun at what was pulling them under the water and i thought that was kind of i thought that was really weird um that i figured there would have been multiple people like okay if this whoever whatever's pulling this into the water exactly but none of them even the even the main lady she was just holding two guns so she like grabbed somebody else's gun and she was just holding both of them but i mean that's a small minor detail but it just made it kind of took me out of the atmosphere of it because I mean, like I feel like somebody's got to be smart that enough. That scene was a lot weaker than the bear scene for sure. Huh? That scene was weaker than the bear. bear yeah, scene for but sure. I think it was a setup. I think it kind of sets you up with this is a dangerous world, and it's because when when they go into it, they talk about earlier where they don't know why nobody's coming back, but they assume it's because whatever's in there can kill, and it kills these guys. Yeah. The, the, or I, they kill each other because what when they go in there the shimmer's making them mad. And what you find out is it's a mixture of those two things and there's more stuff on top of that. A lot more stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it I I agree. It the the alligator scene it I think a lot of it had to do with it kind of just kind of showed you that cuz it, it right before that it shows you the plants mm-hmm. and it shows you how they're like crossing, and it's like, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, and I think it's a beautiful th- scene in that sense where it's showing the beautiful side of this shimmer. Where like it really does show beautiful scenes, like oh, the yeah. deer, uh, the crystal beach later, uh, throughout the entire forest. Essentially, there's just beautiful scene after beautiful scene. So it does, it does have a beautiful side to it at the same time and then it shows the alligator which had the same effect it became more deadly because of the shimmer which that shows the scary side of it and that was the strongest power but yeah and I, I, I can see a point though the fact that one of them wasn't pointing a gun that's for being people that are semi-trained in like guns and military yeah. like that that was a big mess which I can kind of see that they, they just had this reactionary like, uh, crazy stuff happening, things they've never seen before. So you can technically chalk it up to that, but I feel like that did kind of weaken yeah. the scene. I feel you on that. For me, uh, it was just something that kind of like I was like, really, this is how they're. But no, no, that was a small thing. But I just mainly wanted to touch on that scene because it's supposed. To, I think it's supposed to be a bigger scene in the movie, and I think it does set up a lot of the stuff that happens later. Um, because a little bit later, you do get the first bear sighting with uh, the first lady that dies and. Shepherd, uh, I believe. Huh? Shepherd, I believe. Okay, Shepherd, and then you get the. That's where they find the, the school or whatever they're in, and they get the video scene. And so I want to talk um, about that. I love the vi- that scene that. That oh. whole visual, especially even when they got down to the pool afterwards. The scene yeah, that. Um, I don't do very well with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. not the gore of it, but the realism. The. And the disturbing factor. Yes, the disturbing factor of like, if there's something that's gory that's not um, that I don't feel like is something that could actually happen or something that looks realistic or whatever, it's not that big of a deal. But this is like 
something that could actually be happening to you and you know I, it makes it feel real it makes it feel like it could have happened to you and and that's what makes it just never, turn your stomach in a <laughs> never watch green inferno then i won't no i will not have you heard about it it's supposed to be a knockoff version of um and, uh, Animal, yeah i've watched both of them i personally i love it because i love that dog goy realisticness like that so like but not like but there I, was just something about your insides moving that just I, well, it's I, not I love everything it because, it's just that that one thing just really just really made me not sick or anything i didn't like turn it off i didn't have to stop watching it's, it's, it's just it's kind of like when you see someone break the leg or break the arm because like no this is definitely worse <laughs> well, no i'm talking about it's that sense of like when they do that you get that point of their body kind of you kind of get that feeling really yeah big. And it kind of makes you kind of like oh, uh, cringe a little bit. So I can feel that. Yeah, and, uh, it's but Alien has the same way for me. I think it's just something that being inside of your body is uh, maybe what gets me. Yeah, because the alien thing, yeah. just knowing that thing is brewing inside of your body that tears out of you, you know. And then this is just your insides are racing inside of you, and you can feel it. And just so, yeah, that made I th- uh, that was a rough scene to watch. And I can see, I. It was a love scene to watch, but it was one of my favorites. Yes, it was beautiful, and it had some of the strongest acting. Isaac did a great job mm-hmm. in that. Yes, he did. Uh, the, and the like, because like, again with the whole practical effects for CGI. Yeah, they did the CGI great. It like, looked. It, dark, it looked really good. The realistic dark lighting. Uh, it looked realistic. I remember the first time I watched it. Like again, I I kind of like cringed a little bit and got that whole feeling. I was like, "Oh, like what the fuck!" Like, yeah, it, it's a great like it's a great scene. And then afterwards, when you go down, they go down to the, the pool, pool, and you yeah. just see like this this like not even like human body anymore at this point. Like, yeah, it's so deformed and it's just all spreading across this wall of the pool. And it kind of like tells a story through the environment. Oh I just yeah, love that. And honestly, I really would love a prequel showing Isaac's character's yeah. journey because it seems, in my opinion, very interesting and would show more just much, of the universe. And just much crazier. And maybe we'd actually get more insight on the maybe the being because he seems to have a complete, almost a completely different interaction with the alien life form than the main character. Yeah. Natalie Portman's character. So I think yeah. that would be a great idea for the director because Annihilation, from my understanding, did great box office-wise. I haven't double-checked. Yeah, I don't, remember, I don't think it did fantastic because of just the style of movie that it is. I it mean, I think, a, it, if anything, it'd probably be the fact that I didn't hear about it until after it had been out. Oh, really? So I think it, it might have been just marketing was really bad. That it definitely could have been, it. but I I've, I saw about it a lot, but it also didn't come out in a great time, I think. 2015, I believe. No, this one's 2018. Yeah, this one's really, really soon. Yeah, it only uh, it only made $43 million, uh yeah. in box office, but it also wasn't, um, I mean, it wasn't like a really, like it didn't cost a lot to make. It's not like a Avengers. It's not going to cost $300 million to make. I think the budget was only, yeah, $40 million. They usually want to make two times their 
Um, so probably not going to get a sequel. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, it definitely could. There's been movies that make less and still get sequels, but that's usually because it has a resurgence later where a lot of people pick it up. But I mean, even as a standalone movie, it'll be great. It is. It it is great. It's just more of a selfish personal reason. I want more in the universe. I think it did a great job on (laughs) building the sci-fi universe and this and I would love to know more about honestly that's a big thing <laughs> yeah and but I, I think they like the mystery of it and I, 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 mean, I, I like I the mystery, mystery of it too and part of the mystery is solving more about it yeah and, and like that's you know over time like I don't want to know everything about it I just know more a little bit more would just be great just because it's fascinating yeah yeah for sure um yeah we've we've talked about two of the scenes the um I guess the well I guess we've talked about most of the scenes. We didn't talk about the flower scene too much. I talked about it a little bit, but yeah. But I just like that scene because I think more of what I've, uh, what I said a little bit earlier. Of, I think this, uh, the shimmer turns people into who they almost like want to be, or, um, like what they're coming into the shimmer with. They almost like their their cells or whatever reflect that and so that's why natalie portman is able to get out is because well i guess we don't know if she did but nonetheless i think that's why she got out is because my opinion is if i mean let's we can wait I'll, I'll talk yeah about sure and do. so i think that's why she got it is because she she wanted to get out her goal was to just get in and get out and that uh the the girl with cancer i think her cancer and the cells like that she just wanted to see what was there and she was able to make it. And then the girl that uh, turned into flowers, she didn't really care for living. And, and this was a peaceful, good way of her to live, you know, and still die or whatever. And the only person who didn't get that was, uh, I guess Shepard and, and the, yeah. And the, uh, I guess Jane, the Virgin, but I don't, I don't know her actual name. Uh, in the movie, but they both died from the bear, so they didn't really get a, they didn't get to live. Personally, I feel like because uh, I don't know if you got this, but I feel like the ma- one of the major themes, or the major theme of the entire movie was uh, human self-destructive nature, and I feel like every person's death was a reflection of the self-destructive yeah. nature, like the chick that turned into the flowers, like. She willingly gave herself yeah. to the shimmer. It was more she accepted it and she was kind of embracing it. Yeah, yeah, like, that's what like, I mean. And yeah. like that, like she embraced the whole like her self-destructive nature was the fact that she just kind of embraced death and like cut herself, basically gambled with death every time she did that. Uh, I feel like Shepard, that is her name. Uh, I feel like hers is more because her backstory is the fact that I believe it was. Her kid, I believe, died from mm-hmm. cancer. Her di- her her daughter died of leukemia. Yeah, and I feel like it was either a reflection of that because throat cancer is a very mm-hmm. common uh, cancer area, and then also it could be the fact that a lot of parents, if that happens, will then get heavy into smoking, which can cause throat cancer. So I feel like it's a reflection of that, like her self destructive nature, because everyone had like a past or a backstory that kind of led to a self-destructive yeah. nature and that's yeah. why they joined yeah that's why they the all suicide went mission. Yeah. like even the the lead doctor lady she 
you find out throughout the movie that she is dying with cancer and she's mm-hmm. going to die. So that's why she's just like, fuck it. I'm going to go into the shimmer myself, stop seeing people in there to die and figure this out myself, die trying. And she did. And yeah, and uh, her scene, the ending scene with her is just it's beautiful. But so yeah, that's my feeling on it, on each person's death. It's just, it's, it's a reflection of their self destructive. Yeah, and that's probably a better way of putting what I mean is that the Shimmer knew, you know, what what they wanted and almost gave it back because the Shimmer doesn't necessarily destroy; it just adapts and creates and changes. And I feel like yeah, and so it was changing all of them into what i guess uh, you you say self-destructive nature which is true they do use that theme a lot because i'll get get more on the self-destructive nature on the ending scene i feel like they perfectly showed that in a physical way gotcha well do you have any other um spoiler things that you want to talk about here before before we get to that i do love how um uh, i talk about a little bit in the spoiler free part of it but i i just love how they make a alien encounter um, so much different. Like this is oh, when I, I didn't know really what to expect when I watched this movie, but um, I I just loved I how see, I went into it practically blind. Yeah, I, I found it. I didn't see a trailer before I watched, I watched it. the trailer and then immediately watched it afterwards. Yeah, I just loved the um, how it was a meteor that. Uh, they couldn't have contact with and it was just so much different than um, I guess what I had what I had brought up and and usually seen with alien encounters and um, how it just created a whole new world that you could explore that wasn't a new world Um, and just just kind of a new angle on it and I, I love film directors and concept artists that can just create something new out of nowhere and and make something good and i think yes, they the, and i the, think the they original did the story of it is one of the best sci-fi movies out there by far it's it's so unique it's it's refreshing it's really out there yet well done super well done and uh the fact that it's an alien that isn't either a good or bad, but nowhere even even between. Yeah. Uh, like, they uh, even say in one of the last scenes that it doesn't really... Uh, it's like, I don't know it once. Yeah. I don't know if it even wants. Yeah. I, I really sucked. And it's just like, it's not doing this because... It's not doing this thing where, like, it's causing all this mayhem and death because it wants to... Yeah. It's, it's not evil. It's not just have bad intentions and it's not trying to do some good thing through killing things. It's just doing. Yeah. Well, it's, do you have anything you want to talk about before we just go ahead and talk about the ending? I feel like a big thing about the movie was the way they told the story. That was one of the biggest strengths in it. The way it, it interacted the flashbacks with the story. Gotcha. That honestly, the flashback could almost be a separate story. Uh, if you didn't know by now, like it's the whole her cheating. Yeah, like on her, like because like at first, like everything seems happy in the background, like mm-hmm. like the flashbacks and 
seems like they had a great marriage. And at the beginning when she's like, not even want to hang out with a friend at work, it seems like it's just because they had such a happy marriage that she doesn't realize that. And then later on you find out it's because she had an affair with this dude and he found out about it. And again, that kind of reflects with the whole self-destructive nature. He actually only took the mission because, one, he knew that it was a suicide mission, and two, because he, he he found out about the affair, and he was like, "Okay, well now, I don't, I don't really have a wife to come back to." Like he, yeah, like, and he, like, it makes this one scene where he's like, "You know, I, uh, you know, I love you." It's a scene where like he's just about to go uh, to the onto the mission he's like you know i love you and it's like that and it, it feels kind of like the first time you're watching you kind of not a hundred sure about the fair like i kind of had clues and stuff but at that point you don't really know for sure that it happened yeah it kind of feels like he's just kind of sad because he has to go but then later on they actually finish the scene and he basically like ignores her affection yes because that she already know at this point that he knew that she cheat on him and I just think the way they, they told the story throughout the flashbacks and throughout the story like the visuals and direction and the scenes they decided to put in there it just it was great it, overall it's a masterpiece like visually sound storytelling character wise and I think it deserves way more credit and peop- more people need to watch it honestly <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't necessarily love the the flashback sets as maybe as you did. Um, I thought they did add something to it, but I I felt like sometimes it took me out of the scene that they were in. I kind of like that. Yeah, the whole, it 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 kind of felt you know built onto that uncomfortable feeling. Sure, sure. Because like both were kind of like at first like it was kind of this romance and it was like okay whatever the flashbacks were just kind of like romantic past and you think it's like her trying to remember this romantic past in this dark time but what really it is is she like the whole reason she even went in there the only reason she did is because she felt guilty that he went into the suicidal mission because of her. Because mm-hmm. that's she knew that you just don't know about it until pretty close to the end yeah yeah no it, but it, it does I hold on it, to it i think it's just it's great because like it's really hard for me to watch horror movies and not be able to figure it out before the end and that was one of the this is a movie where i was there for the ride i gotcha. wasn't there to i i didn't have the movie figured out halfway through like i actually was just there for the ride and that's that's something i don't get experienced that much movies, so well I, that's good yeah i i, I did not that. yeah I, I didn't guess much of it either so it's so you ready for the ending yeah yeah i'm i'm just about ready for the ending i think i've talked about just about everything i wanted to i mean Um, we can technically talk about this all night but (laughs) (laughs) yeah we get too long for you guys yeah um so the ending i mean um is really just when the uh the lady becomes a a part of the planet (laughs) the nature and then I'd say it's it's kind of the 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 exact part where you know it's the last scene is when it says it it goes to the black screen and says the lighthouse. Yeah, that. But I'm saying it's yeah. You it's, see that scene, and then you see Natalie Portman walking off, and the next thing you see is the lighthouse, and then she's in the beach with all the crystal trees and stuff. One thing and so I, I think that's the, beach, the uh, that's, I, I that's to ask the start. About is what do you think about the skulls outside the lighthouse and how the formation of them? 
I don't know exactly what it means, but I do know that it's um, it's something before. Uh, all I know is it's something before Oscar Isaac's got there because because yeah, there's footage of it. Footage. Yeah, I thought that was just so interesting. It's like because the way it's formatted, it almost looks like a hierarchy. Hmm. Like the, there's one big one, like fancy one, the very top. And then you have like four central, like general lieutenant leaders, whatever like that. And you have a, just a bunch of s- basic skulls in a line, and then just a bunch of scar bones after that. And I feel like, what if it's some kind of hi- hierarchy or something like that, or or it's kind of represented because like, like what I was saying earlier with why I think it's it was perfect for them to make all female cast is because they even said in the movie that they've only sent military yes. men yeah so they decided to go we're gonna go with the opposite now we're gonna send scientists they were all scientists all small in different fields mm-hmm. and they're all female to see if maybe hey what if this is something that only affects the male dna gene or what if maybe the females can handle it oh, we don't know but like or yeah you, people, are, people who are coming so into it in a military Mindset are yeah. going to be able to dissect it and you know maybe survive since it. The scientists will come in more peacefully. Maybe that'd help for whatever reason. But I think that's one of the reasons why it being a female thing was just yeah. it was required almost. Yeah, I didn't and think I f- too much about that skull formation. I thought it was weird, but I, I honestly couldn't put my mind exactly what it really at, at was. That point, like from everything I've seen in the movie, it seemed like almost every th- scene had. Meeting and oh, something sure. to get out of. So I'm sure I it definitely that, had a meeting. And the fact that it kind of zoomed in on a little bit a few times, it, it always makes me wonder. But it's just one of those mysteries from those movies I haven't really figured out, and I just I, I love it. Like I want to know more about it. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. Why I keep watching it. Yeah, maybe I'll find out someday. Yeah, I'm sure there's people who definitely have some theories on exactly why they did, but I didn't think about the hierarchy of them. I thought they were more just bones almost spread out as in you've well, got the skull you've got the it's too organized for in the, in the way no i definitely knew it's not just people dying but i didn't think of it being like a exact hierarchy of you know yeah maybe it could be something else that's just what i've kind of gathered from yeah what i've seen from it yeah uh and then to me it almost looks like a remorseful um bone laying like you didn't just throw the bones and in a pile, you you made them almost look humany, like like they were still there. So that's what I thought, but I but I didn't really know. They just kind of they they looked like they were placed in this like almost like they looked like they were still a human. I think it was, it's almost witcheristic. Yeah, that is. Yeah, there. Like I said, I had a lot. I didn't know. They they were just things that I, I thought. But yeah, ritualistic is. But I, it just didn't make sense for the movie to be ritualistic, because. Well, well, if you think about it, like. When doing the video, it, it almost kind of became literalistic because, like, the way they were uh, acting and stuff, the the moment the mind was so warped. Like, maybe in one of the groups, they that's the way they changed and evolved and uh, how they were fractured. So it just kind of makes you wonder. And then, the, like, yeah, it could have like, been a group that was put in there two years ago that made it to the lighthouse, and maybe that was like, it, yeah. it was a, basically a clue. Insight into another group yeah. story, inside that, and it's just not always wanted to be yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so that happens, and they walk in, and Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman, finally walks into the lighthouse. That's when she sees 
essentially a phi like skeleton remains mm-hmm. a the camera from uh-huh. before that they saw the recording from when they cut the guy's stomach open and I really like this scene because like how they, they when she starts watching it and that's when you kind of find out that the guy from Isaac's character from the original scene where he comes home that isn't the same person and how they really how they reveal that is really cool and yeah it's 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 a great scene but for like someone who loves horror because it's kind of like it's you, completely unsettling. Lover, like, yeah. kill himself because he went crazy in the same place that she's going crazy now. Like, so she can kind of stand at the same and time. And to know that this other thing was with them, and that was the guy. That was the guy that she basically, when she got back, like she didn't know. Yeah, and made a, like that. That just be a crazy revelation. That mm-hmm. Something like something that can be basically look exactly like them, and he even talked as if it was him a little bit. Like that's it, kind of that. What that explains though why he was so different at the beginning. That's what I love about watching it a second time. Like you now know that that wasn't him. Yeah, and that's why he was saying a lot of stuff he says. It makes hundred yeah. percent sense. And and they they're trying to copy off of what the person's that that clone or whatever it is 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 mimicking what because it has the DNA in it. Yeah, because you find out from just the yeah scene the blood shortly after that. Yeah, when basically after she watches the coin, she kind of like cries and it's emotional for her because she just no, now knows that the the guy that she loved is officially dead. And the guy that is left is an alien, basically, to her. So she she looks at the hole that the media, the media obviously created based on projecting of the hole in the lighthouse. So and it basically the entire wall has been it it, it looks almost like it, it's there's vines growing on yeah. it. Yeah, but it looks like the wall itself is vines mm-hmm. that is growing itself like it's because it, it's the same color it's the same mm-hmm. texture but it's still vines going up it's a beautiful visual yeah like, it looks like a fungus basically is yeah what I it would... looks like the fungus the wall is yeah its own fungus like it, it's the wall's texture but mm-hmm. it's in the shape of it, yeah. it looks like someone sculpted it but it came from the meters mm-hmm. but then as she goes in the tunnel it's it becomes it's a creepy almost scene too. Yeah, and it's a creepy scene. Like once you get once you get down to that chamber where the being actually is. It, well, even before the be- the being is the there. Tunnel. Yeah, well, in the tunnel. Once she gets to the bottom of the tunnel, the walls are like moving. Well, no, I'm saying. Well, they won't. I think they weren't moving. It was uh, the visual effects of uh, the the way the 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 shaped because the lines and stuff. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I guess maybe I miss all, but. To me, both times it looked like the walls were moving just like the people's skins and insides were moving because everything in this shimmer is evolving and, I mean, and moving. A little bit, but I think it meant like, like the, the moving like around. Oh, no, no. Okay. I just mean like uh, just like you have a structure and just like the wall, like it was just like going up and down. No, and, I feel it just yeah. like a... Like liquidy almost. Like instead of having like a, a solid paint. Effect, yeah, instead of having a... A, a solid painting you have like a, a liquid moving behind the walls yeah and, and uh and then well i i think that's to me really, it just made a creepy atmosphere the thing that made that thing that i thought was really fascinating and creepy about it was it looked man it looked like it was made it wasn't like everything else by the lighthouse yeah. inside of that tunnel 
it was just destruction. It didn't look and like a mortar. From it. Yeah, it didn't look like a mortar impact. But this looked like it was made by someone or something. That's true. Yeah, that's and true. At the same time, basically, you come in and you and see was, the doctor chick lady. Mm-hmm. But the, when you when she first walks in, she uh, she's facing away, oh my and gosh. you see her face shadowed, and she has no eyes. Yeah, and you're just like. I was real creeped out the first time I saw that. Is I honestly feel like that was her double. Yeah, but probably. honestly, my opinion on it, is, my theory is. So, instead of doing what Natalie Pullman's character does, well, it becomes kind of like a double that kind of follows her. Because like hers, I feel like Natalie Pullman's is like the main like the main premise, the whole self destructive nature of humans. That's the visual representation, basically, like how like we'll get to a little more in the layer, but like how like basically all the damage that it does to her is all caused by herself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the whole self-destructive. While hers, the doctors, I think she actually fuses with it because her, her I, I feel like her big theme is her. She wants to, she's getting consumed by her self-destructive nature. While. Uh, other, like you know, the chick who turned the flowers, hers was she was accepting it and yeah. so forth. So I feel like I'm pretty sure she was instead of uh, unlike Natalie Portman's character, instead of having two different like that, she had been fused with the being itself, and that's why after she talks a little bit, and she gives this really insightful scene. That's when she talks about how. I, uh, cause like she was talking about how it was inside of her. That's another reason why I think yeah. like that. So I feel like she was, she basically fused with it cause she wanted to know more about it. She knew that she was going to die, so she didn't care what happened to her. Mm-hmm. So she just wanted to know more about it and figure out why it was going, you know, why it was doing what it wanted. And that's why she was just like, I don't know what it wants. I don't know even if it even wants. Yeah. And I just, it's just one of the most. And that's what made me love scenes. just the, like I've said multiple times, just a different alien aspect of it it's just the whole it doesn't want anything it doesn't it has no motives it has no reason it just it's not evil or good and it didn't try to come here it didn't mean to come here it just is here and this is what it it just does it doesn't follow a law of it's not a parasite it's not an animal it's not an alien it's not a human it just is something that mutates and grows and does it has a path and that path does what it does I feel like it's probably a good representation of a, if we're getting into like scientific stuff, the second level of galactic civilization. Like mm. you basically lo- lo- um, leave a physical body and get this like essentially like spiritual, like dimensional like body inside there. So like I feel like that's good because like basically when she first walks down there, it's like, oh, after the the doctor, like she basically gives a speech and she just starts like puking up like this like cosmic energy stuff mm-hmm. and her body disappears and turns into this floating orb and that's when that that main music yeah. soundtrack it fits that scene so perfectly it does the entire thing it, it sets the mood and i feel it like that being like that's kind of a perfect representation of the second civilization of galaxy civilizations and it just it's a beautiful art scene yeah, honestly. yeah. And Natalie also does fantastic in that scene. I mean, she does it. Just being mesmerizing, engulfed in that, in what she's seeing. Oh yeah, and then it the, made it look like she could see all the knowledge of the universe 
in in this orb. It was like she was basically being overwhelmed from mm-hmm. by the knowledge. And yeah. Like everything about that scene. And then basically it takes the blood and, and we find out that's how the devil game actually came from him. So something like that happened with him. But instead of freaking out, he seemed to Isaac's character. He kind of like walks with it because he even tells like, hey, I need you to go to my wife, make sure she's okay and kind of like yeah. do all that. And his doppelganger was like, okay, yeah, and do all of that. But with her, it's like she sees it like basically after her blood is like that, it turns into this metallic humanoid, but yet no future creature yeah. and like tries shooting it and the bullets just kind of don't have any effect on it and just kind of warp its body in like a weird beautiful way but I think it's just great and then she tries to run away from it goes out to the thing and that's when the the scene of like kind of symbolizing uh, symbolizing self-destructive nature of humans yeah. really comes in where all the damage she conceives, like the big thing was when she tries, like went to the door to get away from it. It's falling, of course, cause it's falling all the actions and sh- stuff. Cause it's a fracture of her own DNA fused with the you know, life form. And it slams her against the door and she actually almost gets crushed by it because she can't do anything. Like, cause she keeps trying to like, you know, move away from it, but that pushes it into it even more. And the fact that she, when she, once she hit the first time, it kind of pushed into it, and she wouldn't even think of like pushing against it, or pushing like yeah against it to get to move back. Because I think at this point she didn't really have a full concept of what was going on. Yeah. In the moment, but I feel like that was a great scene for that. And and it was all it, that whole entire last scene with that thing. And now they put it was all gut wrenching. Like I was at the edge of my feet the first time I watched it. I oh, was yeah. even now. Really? Yeah, uh, we watched it I think yesterday at the very end of it. And yeah, just that last scene, I was just like, "What is going on? This is not what I expected." And like, I am terrified with her because I mean, you don't know what it is or why it's there or why it's doing what it's doing. And well, not just that, like. Especially at, like once you once she shot at it and she saw what happened, like at that point you and know it teleported that you have, if, out of the hole into the it, into the lighthouse. If, if it and, wants you dead, you're gonna die. Yeah, and that's just a kind of a terrifying reality that you have to Being face. Meaning, yeah. She try she try to fight it, and uh, I feel like because what happens is after the door scene, she passes out and it lays next to her, copying her because it falls back with her. She's passing out. And when she wakes up, she's kind of like, you know, it's mimicking her still. But she kind of, that's when she kind of realizes, okay, it's doing exactly what I do, basically. So she goes over, picks up the flashbang grenade, just like her yeah. her husband used to kill himself. And she puts it in the hand, and I still don't know why, but it starts turning into her form. I don't know exactly why it requires, it seems to require you to touch it after it takes the metallic form. But yeah, so it starts taking her form, and I think it's kind of beautiful how, like, the way she beats her self-destructive nature is by essentially taking control of it, by figuring mm. out, but she once you figure out how it works like that, essentially like the reflection of 
once you figure out what your self-destructive nature is, that allows you to basically use your self-destructive nature for the better. And that's what gotcha. she does. She uses that by putting the grenade in it, using its mimicry to put the flash grenade in, pull the trigger. And when she steps back, it lights off. And since it's something that basically tries to fracture everything's DNA, once that flash grenade like, lights on fire, it does that. And that's why the the ending scene happens the way it does is you just see it and like everything around it just start burning into f- flames. Like mm-hmm. it, because it's trying to copy that throughout the entire thing and it's spreading throughout the fracture. I just, I love that. Like how, especially how, like how she overcomes her self-destructive nature and physically and mentally. So like the ending scene, I just, that's the scene that really made me, it made a concrete thing. That's just a masterpiece in my opinion. Okay. Was that ending scene like it? Everything came together because like a lot of times with horror movies, I think one of the biggest issues with horror movies is you have a really good story, you have good characters, it's a great movie until the end. They butcher it. They seem yeah. to like give up at the end, or they just don't care, or they don't put enough effort. Whatever it is, they, but a lot of horror movies have like great lead up, and then the very end just kind of lets you down. Yeah, so, a lot of movies just can't put it all together and just really tie the bow on it. In like, this, this my thing test. is if I can think of a better ending than you, then you didn't do your job because <laughs> I don't make movies. And yeah. I know I can't make movies. So if I can think of a better movie based on everything else, then like you kind you kind of messed up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I just love how it ends like that. And my opinion on it is like, because you mentioned earlier, like you don't know if if it's her that makes it out. I honestly believe it she was the one that made it out and my reasoning for this is one uh the only time that she goes unconscious which could lead you to believe that it wasn't her the metallic the the alien yeah. organism was still in its metallic form so it couldn't be the whole yeah like i feel like if they did switch her off they would have done a thing where when they off after she knocked out. I don't think they pe- would have switched the bodies. Yeah, I don't think people think that uh, they switched out or anything. I think, which I think is also possible, is all of this is off of her story. You're seeing like forty minutes of the movie, all through her being interviewed through these people after she gets out, and so I think some people think that she lied, like this being this extra being lied about what happened at the end and that um she she didn't kill the metallic being but she killed the metallic being killed her and that she made it out and she's doing the the metallic things doing the if this helps debunk it the people interviewing mentioned how they went to the area and they couldn't find anything. And the fact that they could even make it to the the lighthouse and make it out after all these teams died. It, no, I that, think I think in that, my opinion proves that the the shimmer died. And it, no, it, the it shimmer did die. Way. I don't think people debate that. But I think, but I feel like that's proof that because like the I'm not. I don't agree with that theory. Okay, I I think I that you. I think she got out. But I think people that aren't sure if 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 it's her or not think that 
I, I mean, I would have. They lied that about the end. In it's that, not, it's not the Natalie. Po- it's not the character that came into the show. Yes, my personal belief is that when she was in there long enough, where she, she, her cells and she has been mutated, so I mean, she is not the same person. You only know, like, because I feel like the second they wake up during that first camp scene, yeah, well, that's when that's the time, like, that, like that's when like that's like the weaponization of these are basically like. At that point, it was just small changes, but yeah. there was still different of people where, like, they had now basically have. That's why it, yeah. it, it kind of was just showing, like, these are new people. And you can tell that it's not the same Natalie Portman. Because um, even if you think, okay, well, well now that she had the tattoo, which that's another thing is. At the, the tat- end, did she have the tattoo? Yeah. Oh, she okay. had the tattoo, which, if you didn't know, the tattoo is actually a snake eating itself in the infinite symbol. Okay. Which I feel like that's a. Uh, representation of self again. Like, I feel like the, the entire movie is filled with just self destruction. That's why that's. I feel like that's the main theme. Of the gotcha. Movie. It, the movie is called annihilation. annihilation. Yeah, uh, yeah. But but basically, if you, the snow, the snake eating itself is another symbol of self destruction. And the fact that she has a tattoo, I think, is another proof that like it is a different person. And it's also fascinating. The thing about is, so you know that he is. The the doppelganger, the yeah. alien life form. So he literally is the alien still. So the alien's still there, which yeah. is Shimmer's gone. And then you have her, who is so affected by the, the Shimmer and this alien life form that she's basically. I would actually consider her an alien at the end. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, an alien life form is just something that is different from us. Just like if you cross me yeah. with an animal, even though it's from Earth, that's still an alien to this planet because it's not natural. Uh. So, she's an alien, and th- at this point, th- th- it shows n- no reason that they're not going to not get back together. So, they're basically going to breed, and their kids are going to go with a normal human. So, they're actually going to spread the Shimmer gene throughout humanity, and that's another reason why I think it'd be amazing to have a movie based a hundred, two, three, four hundred years in the future, maybe a thousand, where it shows the effect of the Shimmer gene Gotcha. Yeah, I I'm not a I'm not a hundred percent sure because I was also very curious on why Oscar Isaac was. F- I think I understood why he couldn't survive on the outside at first because That's one thing I've kind of thought about. Yeah, I I I could understand at first because it was a it was a copy and it maybe it just didn't. It couldn't properly copy all of the organs and stuff, so that's why it had failure. But then the shimmer dies, and then he's fine. And so I really want to... I, I feel I would, like it raises questions, but that could actually be a more of a clue to how the organism works and all that. Yeah, stuff. and so that's but why I was saying that I, I wish I could really... That's more of a reason to watch it over again. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just wish there was some more clarification there, and I'm really interested to see Honestly, if maybe people have figured that out. Maybe, and, maybe because of this podcast... More people, enough people watch it. <laughs> the, we get sequels. The, and they'll get sequels. I would love that. Hey, yeah, maybe this will be the podcast that blows us up for for good. But uh, um, we, don't, we don't need any endorsements. I'm fine with just getting the privilege to watch more movies. <laughs> yeah, that's universe. all you need. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe all a I free want. ticket to go see it in theaters. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> yes, I uh, I love the movie. It's it was a great experience. It still is. I still enjoy watching yeah. it. Uh, I was. I always recommend to anybody who's willing to watch a horror movie. I feel like even if you're not a huge fan of sci-fi, I'd still recommend if you like horror movies, just because it's a it's a great journey and experience. It's yeah. new, refreshing. If you want to see a progressive movie, 
and you're okay with horror, definitely go and watch it because it's a it's a great movie if you want to get to something that's more progressive and you don't want just a bunch of male leads like normal in a horror sure. action movie and um but you also want deep characters yeah. so like yeah yeah well i guess we'll go ahead and grade it out then i mean i think we're right here so unless you've got something else that you wanted to add in here before we go ending, uh not not that i can yeah. think of i was like i think i've pretty much said everything um yeah, with the ending though, I you can definitely tell that she's changed. I think that she's still Natalie Portman or her character. Well, she was the original Natalie Portman went in, yeah. but she's an alien life. Yeah, now. and in the you sense can, that her DNA is an alien. Yeah, and you can see her eyes plan. are moving as well. They both have that. They yeah, they both have the shiny eyes in the end, and yeah, I, I like that's that's what kind of made me think of like, hey, like they're gonna basically mate probably. Which leads to kids. And yeah, and, and maybe that's people. why, you know, that's the ultimate annihilation of... <laughs> well, maybe. Like, I, but I, I honestly don't feel like the thing is out to annihilate us. I don't feel like it's like, haha, you didn't kill me. It's that, that kind of no. like movie ending. But uh, it just makes me wonder what's going to happen to the human race. Like, is it going to make us better? Is it going to be have negative effects? Is it going to have positive effects? Are we going to both? And... Uh, what's it really mean? Like, does that mean that the human race is no more now, or because at the same time, like the human race, like theoretically, like we evolved, like if you believe in evolution, yeah. like we evolved from primates, so just not at this rate. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but like, so technically, does that make it where we're still not still primates and humans, just what we call ourselves, or? So the next ev- step of evolution, we aren't going to be humans anymore. We'll be something else that we can call something else. Like, kind of makes you wonder that, like, maybe this is kind of like a next step. Maybe an alien does come down here and somehow get into our gene. Yeah. That's our next step of evolution. And I just, I love having yeah. a movie that really kind of challenges my ideas. Yeah. This. And that's why this movie is a, a great intellectual, just, Oh, yeah. sci-fi movie and ma- really makes you think so yeah i think we're i think we can go ahead and call it and uh go ahead and make make our grades for the movie so uh out of five stars what would you what would you put annihilation out of five stars and definitely give it a five star okay all right well uh, if we go 10 out of 10 nine and a half maybe nine and a half maybe could still get a 10 it's, yeah it is a great movie it has flaws but Nothing can reach perfection, and there's beauty and imperfection, in my opinion. So, I could probably still rate it ten because it's it's it does everything so well, and it's such a unique movie that it can just bring you back to watch it over and over again. Yeah, um, I actually had this one rated at a four. I think, uh, which is still great. Blasphemy. Like a, yeah, I know. It, for it's it's still really good. I think mainly just because it's not a hundred percent my genre when it comes to the horror of it, and a little bit slower paced, um, and it doesn't really get to the movie. Maybe I should have talked about some of this before I graded, but it doesn't really get to the thick of the movie until fifty minutes in, and so it took a lot of time to kind of get I mean, I to think the. That's a little subjective because I I was I was legitimately hooked the second the movie. Yeah. Like, it, well, yeah, grading, I feel like ratings that, are always subjective. Yeah. And so uh, the things I loved about the movie the most is when they were in the shimmer. And so I felt like it took a long time to get to that. And no, I understand, of course, a movie needs setup. And yeah. the movie would have been bad if they didn't have some of that setup. Um, it just felt I, I like it's, it's the, more... things I, the things I loved were in that part. 
and I only got that for about an hour of an hour and 50 minute movie. And so I don't want to give it a five star. I don't want to give it a perfect if if I didn't necessarily love no, yeah. everything about five it. Five stars something where like the second the movie started, yeah. you're into it till the, the second yeah. ends. And I'm glad it was a five star for you because I, you know, I definitely loved it and so i'm glad you loved it more than i I did so you wanted to do this for this i was like this is one of the ones i want to do because yeah i really love this movie i think it more people need to watch it and give it for sure more people just need to give it a shot i understand like if like my give a movie a chance just because there's been a lot of times where i just i saw a movie i'm just like this looks terrible. I'm never gonna watch this. And then either someone's watching, I'm just kind of there, or I find just give a chance for some reason. And I've become more open with just watching movies because you never really know until you yeah, watch you it. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times where I either watch a trailer and I'm like, oh, this looks so good. I watch it. And it's, a ter- and it's nothing like the trail. The trailer is terrible. And there's also a verse with that. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this this looks terrible. And then I watch it. I'm like, this movie's amazing. The trailer did not do justice. Yeah. And yeah, so I think, yeah, I definitely recommend this to anybody that can stomach horror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they made this far. I'm sure that I hope they've already watched it or they just got a lot of the movie spoiled for them. But I mean, to be fair, I've and there's been a probably two movies where I had no interest in until I watched someone a explaining the movie. Yeah. And that's what. And you're like, all right, like, that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. they were able to kind of yeah. catch my attention because like that's true. Because again, again, sometimes trailers just don't good. don't do it. Yeah. Sometimes people who make trailers they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. So we've got a five star by by Nathan over here, and then I've got a four stars, and it's a it's a good four too. It's not like I'm wavering Still between it. Yeah, I'm not wavering to maybe dip this down to three and a half. It's definitely a very strong four, and I I definitely enjoyed it. The first time I watched it and the second time that I watched it last night. So uh, definitely a good movie. So uh, that about does it for this podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Couch Critics Pod. Uh, I'd love to see you over there and give us a follow so you know when new episodes are coming out. And then uh, if you like the episode, just just give us a give us a review and a five stars. That really helps out the podcast so more people can uh, find us and listen to us. It really helps the algorithm. So when people search a movie like Annihilation or when new movies come out and they search it, they will find Couch Critics. So thank you guys, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye, guys.